G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. However, we plan on spending Christmas. Normally, it involves family. Hmm. Yeah, that can be a mixed blessing. Well, 2,000 years ago, there was a little family affair. It was a bit like that. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to the program today as we continue our look at Christmas from a different perspective. And please do stick with me, because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called The Best of 2021, and it's based on some of this year's most popular messages. I'd love to send you a free copy just to thank you for joining me on a different perspective throughout 2021. But this is the very last week it'll be available, so don't miss out. Here we are, another year gone. Christmas is almost here. Again, the years are just rushing by, so we're hurtling towards Christmas. You're looking forward to it. To some people, it means snow, sleet, cosy log fires. To others, it means sun, surf, sand. Some people don't celebrate Christmas at all. I guess it all depends on who you are and and where you live. But I guess there are pretty much two common threads. Presents and family. Family. Hmm. Now that can be interesting. A family Christmas in the third millennium. That can be a mixed blessing, can't it? It's a funny time, Christmas. It it can be such different things to different people. If you go up to the Northern Hemisphere, it's cold. I mean, really cold. I have a really good friend, Dave, and his wife, Judy, who live in a place called Lincoln, Nebraska. And over Christmas, they're telling me how much snow they've been shoveling. They have a short break. The family gets together and there's a bit of a rush and they have presents and they're back to work again in early January. You come down to the Southern Hemisphere... And it's all wrapped up with the summer holiday thing. You know, getting to the end of the year, Christmas is happening. Ah, most of us are going to have two or three weeks off. We've ditched the turkey for Christmas and because it's so hot, we have a seafood picnic by the beach. If you go to the east, where countries are Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist, well, Christmas just isn't part of the culture. Although, having said that, Western materialism... Well, the machine is breaking through and they're starting to have the whole Santa Claus Christmas shopping thing. In the West, of course, it's part of our culture. It's all about shopping. Billions, literally billions, are spent on credit cards in that Christmas rush. But when did Christmas actually happen? Was it actually the 25th of December? Is that Jesus' birthday? Well, we're pretty sure that that's not the case. Because if the shepherds were out watching their flocks by night, probably... They weren't doing that in the dead of winter. Normally, in the dead of winter, the shepherds took their flocks and had them housed in places in the villages. It probably wasn't the 25th of December. It was probably some other time of the year. And Christmas actually began in Rome. It was Christ Mass. And the timing was around the winter solstice. It was around a pagan festival. Pretty scary when you look at the history of how we came to celebrating Christmas on the 25th of December. And yet, wherever we are, whoever we are, however we celebrate Christmas, we do it over and over and over again, pretty much without thinking, because it's, well, it's just the way that we've always done Christmas. 
But one of the things that tends to happen at Christmas is that however we celebrate it, families, extended families, tend to get together for Christmas. It's probably a bit of a hangover from the past, you know, 50 or even 100 years ago, where families gathered together over this Christmas feast. Maybe for you that's a positive experience. Maybe it's fun and the kids, all the cousins get together and there's presents and there's time to relax and have a drink and a talk and a nice meal. Maybe that Christmas thing is a really positive thing for you. But maybe it's a source of tension. I mean, who's going to buy presents for which of the kids? There are people in extended families who don't get on. Often there is much too much drinking and people get drunk at Christmas time. Did you know that Christmas Day is one of the highest times for an incidence of domestic violence? It can be a tense time. And maybe, maybe Christmas can be a lonely time, a time of regret, a time when some people are just on their own and it's a really sad time to spend on your own. Good or bad, better or worse, Christmas seems to bring this whole family thing into a really sharp focus. Let's step back just for a minute. Let's step back 2,000 years to the very first Christmas. That wasn't exactly a perfect family affair either, I have to tell you. Matthew tells us about it right in the first chapter of the book that he's written, Matthew's Gospel. It's right at the start of the New Testament. And he begins that book with a genealogy. You know, so-and-so begat so-and-so begat so-and-so begat so-and-so. What a riveting way to start the first book of the New Testament. I mean, why did God do that? That is so boring to you and me here and now. Well, it turns out that in Hebrew culture, your family and where you came from, those things were really important. People wanted to understand what your lineage was. And names meant something. People were named with names that actually mean something. My name, Bernard, means as strong as a bear. Now, in our culture, we don't bother much with understanding what names mean. But in that culture, those things were really important. And it was a patriarchal culture. So generally, in genealogies, it was a men-only affair. Only the men were listed generally in genealogies. Women were listed by exception if there was a reason, a good reason to list them. Well, in the genealogy of Jesus, which kind of traces him right back through David, right back to Abraham, there are actually four women listed. And they are each listed because they're a blip, they're a, a wrinkle, they're a wart on Jesus' genealogy. The first one is Tamar. Well, Tamar, she pretended to be a prostitute and she slept with her father-in-law. Rahab is the next woman that's listed. She was a prostitute. That's how she made her money, sleeping with men and being paid for it. Ruth is the next woman who's listed. Ruth was a Moabite. Moabites were a race that the Jews really despised. They were the enemy and they just weren't well liked. And then the next woman that's listed, well, she's not even listed by name. She's called the wife of Uriah. She's the one that David saw having a bath on the top of a house once. Even though she was married, David slept with her, had her husband murdered, and ultimately she was Solomon's mother. And the last woman who's listed is Mary, a teenage girl engaged to Joe, Joseph, who falls pregnant. And Joe decides because she fell pregnant out of wedlock and he clearly wasn't the dad, he was going to send her away. And she says, but it's not my fault, God did it. <laughs> yeah, right, Mary. And then an angel appears to Joseph and says, actually, it was God. Here's this Jesus, who, as far as the society around him was concerned, was born out of wedlock. He's got a dubious genealogy. I mean, he's got some people in his heritage who are just not people that you would want in your genealogy. There are two terms used for Jesus as he was walking around on the earth. One was the Son of God and one was the Son of Man. 
And the Son of God says, well, yeah, Jesus is different. He's special. It was God's Spirit that conceived that little boy in Mary's womb. And yes, it's right for us to look at him and say, that's God. That's what God's like. Let's worship him. But the label that Jesus most preferred to use about himself was the Son of Man. In other words, when Jesus talked about the Son of Man, he was talking about himself. He was saying, sure, I'm the Son of God, but I'm also the Son of Man. I'm also just like you. I'm a carpenter. I was born amidst rumour and scandal and whispers. My heritage has adulterers and, and prostitutes in it. I'm less than a nobody. I'm a nobody with a bad reputation. That's a different perspective on Christmas, isn't it? It's not what the pantomimes normally give us. But it's real and it's here and it's now and it's, it's Jesus who identifies with you and me. He's for real. He, he's been through the school of hard knocks. He's God's son, but he's also the lowest of the low. I love that about Jesus. I love that he was born out of that heritage into that space and that time. Bit of a different slant on Christmas, isn't it? Have a great Christmas. hear the good news of Jesus through these A Different Perspective messages. And as you can imagine, we get a lot of responses. I mean, a lot. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called The Best of 2021, and it's based on some of this year's most popular programs. Just to kind of thank you for listening in and for your friendship, prayers and support. This one thing is for certain. God's Word is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll just touch your heart with His mercy and grace, His wisdom and His love. So you can request your free copy of The Best of 2021 right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that this particular booklet will be available, so please don't miss out. Again, that's online at ChristianityWorks.com or toll-free on 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.